0: Welcome back to Tinsel's Great Escape, an original read-along with author and illustrator Jay Nelson Adams. Each week on this podcast, we pick up the story where we left off. If you're just now joining us, please subscribe to the podcast and go back and listen from the beginning. In the great spirit of Christmas, these episodes are a gift. If you'd like to support the work, Head over to Amazon and purchase Tinsel's Great Escape by yours truly, J. Nelson Adams. If you love the work, please leave a review. Chapter 1 is called Tinsel's Scheme. So a scheme is a big plan to maybe get something or to turn an idea into action. It's a fun way of saying plan. Today's episode is dedicated to my wonderful niece Sarah. If we're ready, let's go ahead and start our read-along with a big, deep breath. And we begin. Chapter 1. Tinsel's Scheme Tinsel knew this would be the last year for him to be center stage for the greatest event ever. He had a good run, sure, but it shouldn't be over so soon. He'd seen, firsthand, little Molly grow through being a toddler and even witness baby Peter's first Christmas. But when he had been put up in the attic last year, there was a mumbling. This thing is starting to fall apart. That's what he said. That is what they think of me, thought Tensil. Thing wasn't what they were thinking when they had dressed him with their family's favorite ornaments. Thing wasn't what they had thought when they had hidden the pickle, or wrapped the garland, or strung the lights. And Thing certainly wasn't what they had thought when his father had stood back the first year and said, Isn't it perfect? For years, they had stuffed gifts underneath me and shared the best holiday of all, Christmas. And today, I am just a thing, Tinsel told Bulb. Bulb was a strand of the good lights, or at least that's how they had referred to him over coffee last year as they had gotten him out of his packaging. They were willing to replace the deficiencies in Bulb, but as soon as tinsel began to fray, they were quick to turn their backs. Bulb would be strung out along the house, and his large lights would illuminate the outline of the house in a nostalgic blue and red, green, orange, and white glow of the holidays. Tinsel remembered back to being on the shelf at the department store. He didn't remember much before then. There were faint memories with a lot of shuffling around and bouncing trucks, but the clear memories begin at the department store. You know the good trees are the real ones that come from the North Pole, one tree had said to another as they sat on the shelf awaiting that year's Christmas. Yeah, Santa and his elves cut them down themselves and shipped them in preparation for the Christmas holiday. They even smell like Christmas, the other tree replied. Oh, how Tinsel had wished to be so lucky. Imagine being a real tree. Sure, that's one thing. But a real tree that smelled like Christmas, hand-picked, and cut down by the great Santa himself, that would be really something. And now, as the season approached, Tinsel had wondered what to do. Sure, he was getting old, but he was certainly not garbage. This year would be one for the picture takings, and all the family would be there, as little Peter would now be three and Molly five. Each year was magical, but for the last two years, Peter had sat and stared at the spectacle without understanding the greatness of Christmas. Tinsel had remembered little Molly's third Christmas. Peter was a newborn, so there were some obligatory pictures, but the sheer reverence that little Molly had when she rounded the corner from the hallway into the room was the whole reason Tinsel had been created. To think that he would not get to have that moment with Peter was more than he could bear. If they took Tinsel down this year and he was not in his best showing, Certainly, with this being the most important Christmas of their lives, they would get a new tree, and Tinsel knew it. He had heard some faint muffled conversations coming through the floor of the attic over the past months. We should buy a new tree, he caught, at least. Bulb had reassured him that they were talking about a tree in the yard, but Tinsel wasn't so sure. Do you plant trees in the winter? Tinsel had wondered aloud. Tinsel may have been a tree, but he was not the kind you plant. Tinsel was more of a fold-and-fluff tree than a grow-outside-in-the-dirt kind of tree. Unsure of the specifics of botany and horticulture, Tinsel was left to wonder. Christmas was getting nearer. The weather had shifted outside and the attic was getting cooler. As the anticipation built, Tinsel tried to figure out what to do. One day, as Tinsel had been thinking about his options, a memory came rushing back. One of the sparkly silver trees that had been next to Tinsel on the display at the department store had been a curmudgeon, always babbling on about how she would only be trendy for one, maybe two years, and then become tacky. Her words, not his. When I get tacky, she had said one day between being ogled by passerby. Then I am going to go back to the North Pole and get a brand new finish. A brand new finish? What could that be? Tinsel assumed that a brand new finish was being recoated with new pain and repackaged to go back out into the world and enjoy Christmas with a new family. But now he wasn't so sure. Now that Tinsel had experienced a start, he couldn't help but thinking that a finish would be where the journey ends. His current finish would be to end in a disposal yard somewhere, or if he were lucky, he would be set out in spring cleaning garage sale. That's what had happened to Ty. Ty was a state of the art, fancy new T-Rex toy they had gotten for little Molly. She had been into dinosaurs that year, but for some reason didn't ever take a shine to Ty. Maybe it was his guttural roars that went off when you pushed the button on his back. Either way, Ty was passed over by Molly for playtime. Ty didn't even make it into the toy chest. A few months later, after the cold was gone and the rain was cleared, Tinsel had seen through the attic window that Ty had made it into the driveway with a neon sticker. Tinsel was sure that he had borne that sticker with pride to go to a new home where people would play with him. Maybe that was a new finish, Tinsel thought about that deeply. That finish had to be much better for Ty. He had never, ever been played with. Tinsel could not imagine not having been set up in the front window of the beautiful home for Christmas, or worse, being set up for Christmas and making little Molly cry when she had first seen him. That was the exact opposite of what his experience was, what everything's experience was supposed to be, the experience that Ty never got. Maybe, Tinsel thought aloud, it's time for my new finish. Tinsel couldn't wait for spring cleaning. That was not Tinsel. Tinsel was a doer, the type of tree that would stand a little taller and fluff his branches as he saw the family approaching that he wanted to go home with. After all, that's how he got put into the basket and made it home to Molly and Peters. This was a time for action. He could not bear the idea of sitting upstairs in the attic as a new tree was wheeled in and displayed for his time to shine. December was his month. It was approaching, and based on the evidence presented to him, he was going to be spending it in the attic. The thought was too much. Tinsel began to devise a plan. Trash came by every week. Hopping on the back of that huge truck, it had to be a massive truck as it made the whole house rattle as it drove by, would give him closer to the North Pole, he was sure. Tinsel did not have a map, but he figured he was pretty good with directions. I haven't gotten lo- lost yet, he mused to Bulb as he was discussing the plan one stormy day. That's because you haven't gone anywhere, Bulb replied. Bulb is a naysayer anyway, thought Tensil. And besides, what would he know about being overlooked? Bulb is the good kind. He wouldn't understand what it was like to be passed over. It is not like they were going to throw up some new fancy LED flashing lights and leave Bulb upstairs to spend Christmas alone while hearing all the joy being shared downstairs. tinsel's plan began to hinge on the idea that the day before they started setting up Christmas decorations, he would come up to the alley- attic and begin bringing everything down. The decorations would sit for a day or two, with Bulb always being the first thing to go up, if tinsel could make a break for it and get outside, he would have a chance to wind up on the road on the way to the North Pole. Well, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for reading chapter one with me. I'll be back next week to read chapter two. All right, we'll see you there. Bye-bye.